I'm Heidi. I'm Heather. And we're sisters. This is the H&H Show. Hi, H&H listeners. We're so glad that you are back with us today. We're so happy to be here, Heidi. We are. I yeah. am, yes. You <laughs> You are. I am. We all are. <laughs> Super thankful for the coffee sitting in front of me. Right. Our yes. sweet guest brought us a coffee, which we're very grateful for. Mm-hmm. It's that um, time of year with as homeschool moms where we've like gotten over all the energy and excitement of starting. <laughs> Nothing is new. I'm sure I'm sure moms who have their kids and dads who have their kids in school also feel the same way. Like yes. the kids don't want to back to school. Like mm-hmm. ten weeks in, it's just we're we're like, okay, now we've gotta just dig our heels in and get it done. Okay. I loved though what you did this morning with your kids. Yeah. Tell us why you did that and what you did. Well you know, it's really easy for me to get, I'm a kind of a task oriented person and a checklist person. And so it's really easy for me to get very just in that rut. Right. And like, okay, we do this, 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 and just kind of get it done. And that's not fun for anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can kind of see your kid's eyes start to glaze over (laughs) when we're like, you know, on more language lesson. Exactly. Uh. So I was like, I got to change it up. So yesterday I prepared the scavenger hunt for him. And they just had to go find different clues. And it ended up on the back ridge of our hill, of our backyard. Mm-hmm. And I had taken pipe cleaners and like, <laughs> written out the words, I, heart, B, and J, which are my kids' That's names. That's so cute. And then there was little bottles mm-hmm. of Coke and M&Ms for That's them so to find. So. Did they love it? Yeah, they did. I mean, like my 13-year-old was kind of like cool mom you know but he wasn't super he's one of the most grateful people I've oh, ever he met was, yeah it's just funny when you see your kids start to like not be so giddy yeah because they're like that's I've got to be cool yeah but it was well fun. that's fun so yeah. you switched it up brought some joy yeah just it's good. had to do something to remind us all that life is good your own little pep rally <laughs> <laughs> we all need pep rallies right now I think yeah we do we do. Well, Heather, um, we talk about this a lot, but one of our favorite podcasting days is when we have friends in studio yeah. and when we get to hear their stories. Mm-hmm. And I, we both are people, people, we love people and we love their stories, which is part of why we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so introduce our guest for us today. Cause you guys go even farther back than she and I go. We so go way us. back. We do. <laughs> this is our guest, Renee Robison. Welcome to the H&H Hour. Thanks for having me. We're so glad that you're here. So let's talk about that. We go back since we were probably babies. Yes. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, we Our families were in church together yes. years ago. Yes. Uh-huh. So we're the same age and our, we, our families went to church. And yeah. so we grew up together for quite a few years. And then kind of our families kind of went separate ways for a while. But Not out of like annoyance. Just life. Just life. Just life. We've always been in the similar community, and I'm just so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. You both are just an inspiration to me, and I do look up to you. And you guys' lives are um, full of joy and and encouragement for me. So I'm excited to be here with you girls. So, one thing I love about you, Renee, is, and I just prayed this over you, so you've already heard this, (laughs) but. For as long as I remember knowing you, which is my whole life, I mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, girls. I'm pretty sure your mom, Renee, was in the room the day I was born. Oh, she probably was. So, mm-hmm. like, our moms go way far mm-hmm. back. So, but I remember always thinking that whenever you were in the environment, you brought peace. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know to say that as a younger person, but now as I've thought through it, you have the gift of peace mm-hmm. and you bring peace into the environment that you're in. And that is an incredible gift that comes straight from the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Um, I don't always feel that way inside, but I I have been given that compliment before, like under stressful situations, I'm really calm and, and bring a peace to the room, which definitely is the Holy Spirit because I think inside I'm probably, you know, going every direction, but yeah, thank you. That's, yeah. that's sweet of you. Yeah, I agree with that. Totally. Okay. Well, we know quite a bit about you, but our listeners don't, or they might not. So why don't you tell us about yourself and a little bit of your background and then what your life looks like right now? Yes. Um, so I am married to my husband, Shane Robison. We've been married 20 years this year. Congrats. 
Thank you. And we have four kids. Uh, Naya, she's uh, turning 17, and Caden's 13. Maggie's going to be 12, and Ava's going to be 10 here soon. So uh, all school-aged and... um, Is your oldest a senior? She she will be next year. She's a junior. She's She's had her license for a year, so it's crazy how time flies. I cannot believe you have a 17-year-old I know. That's crazy It's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we've been in the Peoria area our whole life. We moved to Morton two years ago, and uh, our kids go to school there, and we really love the community and love where God has us right now. Yeah. Tell us, Morton is where we grew up. Yes, it is. Say it really. Yeah. And your husband's a builder. He is a builder. Yes. He owns NHS Designer Builders. Okay. Um, This is going on, I think, his second or third year there, so... Um, and you're a business owner also. Tell I us am. about that. Yes. So um, my husband and I own 430 Scones in Morton. Mm-hmm. And uh, we opened our brick and mortar this year, uh, end of February. And you said it was, what, three weeks before COVID hit, yes, right? Yes, three weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love you said that God provided so beautifully because you had a drive through. Yes. And so that was It was huge. Golden. <laughs> it was huge. Um yeah, before before we opened, I always I I prayed that my life I could just be a servant of God's, like whatever whatever He had in store for me. And I knew we were open this place last year and had nerves, didn't know how God would provide with employees, with you know, with all this stuff. But God is so good. And if I would have known that COVID was coming to, I probably. <laughs> wouldn't Probably wouldn't have opened, but um, God is so good, and oh, people were so supportive of us during the shutdown, and uh, they used our drive-through. They yeah. they bought gift cards for other people, bought goodies for other people. It was it's really just a neat time to see the Lord's hand, um, even for us to serve our community and serve mm-hmm. others through that time, and really just try to be His light, His hands and feet. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's so true of all of our lives in that if we knew the challenges that we were going to have to come in contact with or face in the things that God Mm -hmm. has called us to do or that he's put in front of us, even just in our ordinary lives, most of us would be like, nope. Yeah, absolutely. Not doing that. And I think so often that's why God doesn't show us too far in advance because we would just turn around and run the other way, (laughs) you know, instead of like, yes dealing with each thing and trusting him, you know, one thing at a time. So I love that you said that because I think that that's relatable to me totally. Well, I think it's relatable to every single one of us, mm-hmm. no matter how, how much of a planner or non-planner we are. Uh-huh. We all like to have the security of knowing mm-hmm. what's next. Yes. Right. Oh, yes. I mean, I do mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah. and I think every person in every walk of life can relate mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you knew how hard raising kids was, no one would have kids. <laughs> So true. Okay, so let's let's go back for a moment. Um, tell us about something about yourself. This podcast really was started because we wanted to highlight people's ordinary lives and the fact that we're all ordinary in some way, but we're all also extraordinary in so many ways because mm-hmm. God has created us and designed us to be that way, um, and we're image bearers of Him. And so, mm-hmm. what is it about your life that you would consider, or yourself that you would consider ordinary? So I got married at a really young age, uh, finished two years of college, and um, had my first child at 24. And I think probably sometimes um, in those younger years with my kids, I would tell Shane, you know, I'm, I'm just a mom, or you, that's in your head, you know, um, I'm just a stay-at-home wife, or this or that, and... Yeah. And what a gift that was that I was able to do that with my kids during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had a passion for food and um, for serving people. I, I catered before I opened 430 for 15 years, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Um, but I think society tells us maybe that, you know, being a mom or, or staying home with your kids is 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 really not enough. And I've always struggled with that voice in my head before I even had kids that I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, get, I think God's just shown me through all this, I am enough mm-hmm. through him and he's created me and his His grace is enough. And 
um, like I said, looking back now, what a blessing it was that I was able to stay home and raise my kids. And now that they're old enough, um, can now, you know, go after some things that I feel like God's put on my heart, you know, some dreams. So, um, so what do you say to that young mom right now? Cause we have a lot of young moms mm-hmm. that listen and we hear it all the time. Like I'm just a mom. Yes. I don't have, I don't do anything important. I don't do anything mm-hmm. extraordinary. Like, what am I doing with my mm-hmm. life? What do you say? Cause you, you just said like you were there. Yes. What would you say to them or to yourself you mm-hmm. know, 15 years ago? I think it's so important to raise the next generation to, to know Christ and to have good, um, just something biblical to stand on. So I guess I would say, I always thought I'd have people tell me back then, like, oh, this will go so fast. And in the moment, it's, it's so hard. You know, you're in the trenches, you're, you're not getting sleep, you're, you're always moving. Mm -hmm. But um, I think in today's day and age, it's just, you know, if we're going to change the world, I think it starts with our family. And so what a blessing Mm -hmm. if we pour into them every single day. I feel like, you know, am I doing enough for my kids? And I just, I think, yes, just being a role model or doing the little things God has called you to do. Uh, We try and have devotions every day before they leave for school and have a prayer. And it might not seem much, but I feel like it's just um, giving them a great start to their their day or giving them some hope and and just hopefully, you know, keep planting those seeds in their life and God's going to continue to water that. And yeah. That's so good. I was just listening to a podcast earlier today um, where they were talking about the breakdown of our country and just everything that is a struggle and that is wrong that we all know of and we mm-hmm. all see right now. And he, he basically, this person was basically like, the answer is we rebuild the family. Yes. Come on. Yeah, And absolutely. that's yes. where everything yeah. then starts to right. be solved. Mm-hmm. You know, we... We call men out and say, like, men, be leaders of your families and um, husbands and wives together to rebuild what God designed the family to be. Mm -hmm. And that's where all of the solution lies. Um, And so I love that you said that because it's so true. Like, those of us that have been privileged to stay at home, and not everyone is, and so I do get so convicted sometimes when I complain about that. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Because this is a, gift. a privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, to stay home and raise our kids have to start seeing it that way. Yes. We have to start seeing yes. it as an opportunity that we are raising the next generation to be leaders, to be fathers, to be mothers, yeah. to be, uh, you know, presidents and mayors yes. and businessmen and teachers and all of the things yeah. that, that form and make our community so good. Well, and how cool. I mean, I think back over the last many years where you would do um, like your mobile scone, mm-hmm. the pop-up at the mm-hmm. different events, yes. and your kids were always alongside yes. you, Yes, you know, leading and serving and learning business and interacting with people. And that's huge. That's an extraordinary thing to pass on to your kids mm-hmm. is that them watching you live out your career. And um, then also I wanted to say the, you, how you say you try to do a devotional and a prayer and that. I think sometimes that can feel so small. Like, is this significant enough to even matter? But I know in my own life, like on the days that I'm extra rushed and all I have time is, you know, one chapter or even Mm -hmm. two verses and a quick prayer, like it changes everything. Mm -hmm. My whole spirit is shifted Mm -hmm. for the whole day. Absolutely. And so I think for all of us who are trying to impart those small nuggets, then it feels like this isn't a very large amount. Like this is quantity is not very much, mm. but it's it's that quality that you're putting the character of Christ into them in those few moments. And God's word says it does not return void. Yeah. Yes. And so as you get to plant that seed, I mean, I I see those fruits, you know, coming back mm-hmm. as you're a you watch your kids become adults mm-hmm. and then parents and you're a grandparent eventually, you're going to see all of those fruits coming about in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. We were reading, normally my kids and I read Proverbs in the mornings. So we'll do like whatever the date is, we'll do Mm -hmm. that Proverbs. But I felt like we were supposed to switch it up this month. So we started in Matthew and Matthew opens up with a genealogy of Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. And 
I'm reading through, I was like, I'll read these guys because the names are kind of hard. And so I was reading through it and Jehoshaphat is one of the names. <laughs> and I read Jehoshaphat and my 10 year old just starts giggling and she cannot <laughs> stop giggling. And then it was just like, Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat. And I'm like, why is that funny? She's like, I don't know. It just made me laugh. And so I was so, and then we were all laughing about mm-hmm. Jehoshaphat. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me that like God's word is fun yeah. and it doesn't have to be this laborious task that we do it can Mm -hmm. be fun and filled it is fun and it's filled with life too yeah I love that (laughs) okay so we talked about your ordinary what's Mm -hmm. something about your life that let's say someone looking in or even yourself might think wow that's extraordinary oh girls I don't know um probably the same thing we're talking about that I think it's extraordinary that God can use someone like me I'm hoping to be a leader and in my community and with my the girls I employ and the business we run, even um, the customers we serve. I think my strength is customer service, talking to people. Um, I love to engage with our customers. I love to get to know them. Mm-hmm. So that's something that just brightens my day if I can, you know, brighten someone else's mm-hmm. day through through my gifts. Mm. So. I would agree with that, that you do that well. I was in your shop a few weeks back sitting there, and my kids were all like smattered up against your window watching the scones being made. So sorry about all the fingerprints. Um, But a friend of mine was there, and she hadn't experienced your amazing shop. And we were sitting there watching this sweet mama with her little guy who had some learning disabilities. And you came right over to him, and you called him by name, and you engaged with him, and he just lit up. And... She looked at me and she goes, that's really cool. And it was very cool because this woman is someone who met Jesus about four or five years ago and totally shifted from an entirely different religion to walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so as she's watching women around Mm -hmm. her walk with Jesus, she's recognizing it. So I felt like I was watching her through, watching you through her eyes of watching a woman of God interact with Mm -hmm. someone that the world could see as less than someone else. Mm And I just thought, man, how awesome. Like, that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, the scones and the coffee are great, but right. that's what it's about. It's the people. <laughs> exactly. And that spirit and that presence of Jesus that you get to bring over people. Yeah, yeah. I can use scones and coffee for his kingdom. And Come on, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got prophesied over a couple of years ago, and it was amazing because um, it kind of just gave me that extra boost, I think, just to know that you know, God's going to slingshot you forward and, um, use you. And, uh, here lately just calling out, like, it's time for like the Deborah's and the Esther's and the the Daniel Daniel's and Joseph's to arise and, and, and be those leaders in in that community. So, Mm. um, I feel, I feel fortunate to, to be where I'm at and to be used for whatever he, he has. Mm. So that's really beautiful. Okay, let's talk a little bit about 4.30. Yes. Um, first of all, she makes the best scones mm-hmm. that have ever existed. She was literally... <laughs> so our, if you've listened for a long time, you've watched my health journey, and I was gluten-free for two whole years. Yeah. She was literally like the only pastry in all of the Peoria area that I could eat mm-hmm. for two years. Yeah. And so I would just like track her down mm-hmm. and buy her gluten-free scones and that's mm-hmm. what I felt that's when I fell in love with her mm-hmm. her products yeah but yeah they're so good so you have 430 scones so tell us a little bit about that journey how you got there because I remember way back so this would have been probably 2001 when I almost got a job working in a place you worked at really so this okay. would have been before I think before 430 scones yeah. right oh yeah okay so, um, I just remember I came in and I shadowed in this restaurant really? that you worked in. Yeah. And you were in the back, you were in the kitchen working oh, cool. and I ended up not taking the job uh-huh. because the same day that I shadowed in the restaurant, I got asked to be kids pastor at Riverside. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. So God was like, nope, sorry, yeah. no, not a restaurant today. Door. You're going to be a kids pastor. <laughs> um, both which is probably, people. yeah, yeah, yes. Um, yes. which is just a funny story. But so tell us about your 430 scones journey. Yeah, so um, I would make scones for friends and family um, during our, our marriage. You know, we've been married 20 years, and um, my husband was 
was always encouraged me like, you know, this might be a business. And I'd be like, what? You know, I don't know about that. Like I was used to working uh, before in like a cafe and, you know, a lot of food around it. And so uh, we started doing like pop-ups twice a year. I started doing them with my daughter, Naya, at the time she was 11. And um, then we decided in 2016 to uh, incorporate our business and start doing like the Riverfront Farmer's Market. And we did that every Saturday. And um, we just watched uh, the business grow and, and the engagement people seemed to really like it. And um, every year the business would um, grow and maybe we'd add some more markets to it or a different uh, city. So uh, a couple of years ago, we started looking for a space, a brick and mortar. And um, we drove by this corner one Sunday in Morton and this, this Speedy Lube had been abandoned for a couple of years. And uh, Shane said, you know, if this ever went on on the market for this price, um, I'd be interested in, you know, giving them an offer. Well, it went up for sale the very next day and it was pretty much the same, same price that he he said. So (laughs) we put an offer in, it was like Christmas time and, uh, they accepted our offer and started construction that summer and, uh, opened in February. So, and it is adorable it really is we we'll have to put some before and afters up that would because be it's incredible mm-hmm. the transformation mm-hmm. i remember the first time i drove past it i was like wait what you know when you grow up in a, yes. an area yes. you just don't even recognize the places anymore because yep. you're so familiar mm-hmm. and i knew you'd opened a shop but i didn't know it was there just flabbergasted mm-hmm. it's beautiful but that had shifted mm-hmm. like that transformation unreal mm-hmm. it's like yeah. what god does to us you know before Jesus and then yeah. Jesus comes mm. along and then you just get this beautiful masterpiece. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So you've been in business brick and mortar for well, since right before COVID. Yeah. Right? So not Watching. not quite a Five year. Months? I think this is going on our tenth month tenth maybe month. Okay. already. Okay. Time flies. Okay. And it's going well. It's going really well. Is it so yes. different to run a brick and mortar instead of doing markets and pop-ups all the time? It is. It is. It's it's more of a full-time job now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Um, a lot more managing, and um, but a lot more work, but just very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Just, What's your yeah. favorite thing about owning a business, a local business? The people I get to meet every day yeah. and then becoming friends with your customers or seeing the same people day in and day out, yeah. you know, coming back and getting to serve them every day. Yeah. It's really rewarding. Yeah. What's surprised you or been hard about owning your own business? I think I'll always be learning and it's just a work in progress. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. You yeah. just keep rolling with whatever comes your way. And, you know, there's going to be um, little hookups in the road and, and, and things that happen, but just keep moving. Have you ever wanted to quit? No, but it's it's been hard at times or, yeah. you know, yeah. stressful. But no, it's it's rewarding. And I feel like this is where God has us right now. So. Yeah. Well, and how cool you know that if you can ride it out in the year that 2020 right. has presented no, you right. with a new business, like <laughs> yes. how yes. resilient yes. you are going to be when it's not quite this crazy. Right. Yeah. Has it been difficult on your marriage at all to maintain like the balance of marriage, mom, you know, godly mm-hmm. leader in your, in your family yeah, yeah, and then add business to it. Yes. What's that been like? <laughs> oh, I think Shane said something the other day, like this has been a hard year, but I told him, I said, this has actually been a great year. Like as far as like, it's so exciting. We opened a, our business and, you know, got to see what God's doing. But then on the other hand, it, it has been really hard. It's probably been the hardest on our marriage since really? our first year. Yeah. Cause but, when do you find time? For your marriage. We actually, we find a lot of time. Like we went to lunch today. We try to do a date night every week. Like I don't think it suffers as far as like time with like family and and my husband, but it's, it's just, I think for me, I tend to sometimes bring home my stress and not Mm -hmm. like leave it at the door where Shane can do that. And I'm just sometimes still want to talk about it or Mm -hmm. my mood changes and, um, it's, it's hard sometimes that way, but. So does he, do you feel like he has to help point it out in you? Like, hey, Renee, let, let's leave work at work. Or is that something you've kind of had to be self-reflective of? He definitely helps me with it as far as 
um, reminding me, hey, maybe let's let's take a break now or, you know, um, but. Because it's probably a bit like adding a new baby, only right. like triplets or something right. like that with a new business. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Well, and it's it's different than just someone who goes to a nine to five because yes, it like it doesn't absolutely you don't, don't you're just always get to leave it right you're always on you're always thinking about something yeah. or yeah you know maybe you'll get a a text early morning or late night of you know so and so sick can't come into work and you have to find a replacement there's just, yeah you're always on you're always on do any of your kids want to work for you as employees yeah. So Naya works. Does she, she is um, a barista, and she does a little bit of everything. But she, I can see her maybe managing someday. Yeah, you know. Does she make your cute sweatshirts? That would be my other daughter, Maggie. Okay, someone yeah. just told me someone yeah. had one on last yeah. night. I'm like, where'd your sweatshirt so yes. cute? And I didn't see your logo on it. Yeah. And they were like, I think Renee's daughter does. Yeah, these. she bleached does dyes them. They're, they're so they're cute. cool. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah, that's fun to see all of your creativity meshing. Yes. Yes, I know. My all my kids are, I think they could be little entrepreneurs. Like they kind of have that mindset already to have different ideas. Kind of runs in your family. It does run in our family. <laughs> <laughs> You've got dad and right. brothers. And yes, all, all sorts of yes business people in your right. family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you a question that I think a lot of people should ask themselves, but maybe don't. And I want to find out what your answer is. Do you see yourself as a leader? Hmm. I've grown into leadership. I I feel like if you asked me that, you know, when we started maybe four years ago with, with pop-ups and, and stuff, it was harder for me to be a leader or hard to tell people what to do. You know, mm-hmm. people who are working for you, it's it's hard to be like, oh, can, you know, do this or do that. And um, I, I'm a work in progress, but I, I see how God's grown me and and I'm, I'm, I think I'm progressing in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when I look at you, I see, like, I see a strong leader, not strong in the sense of what's the word I'm looking for? Like hard nosed or, you know, tough, sure. but like capable, sure. strong in the capable mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can start a business like you have, you know, have this dream and start this business and then lead all of these employees like that to me, that's. That's so neat to see a woman in our community mm-hmm. who has done that and who's mm-hmm. who's leading in the community. And I'm I w- I would venture to say that most people when they look at you see Renee and think she's a leader. Mm-hmm. But I think so often we don't see right. in ourselves right. what it is that we're actually working out sure. in our lives. I see my faults. I see where I can be better. And so yes, that's hard. Mm-hmm. But if you looked at me, if I, we went back like four years ago, I was intimidated to like call the health department about something mm-hmm. or call, you know, an attorney or a lawyer about, you know, getting, you know, correct paperwork or things started mm-hmm. where now it's like, I, it's just what you do and you just go for it and yeah. I, you build that confidence. I think the more you do something and after, you know, you maybe tackle that, then you go on to that and it helps. Do you feel like leadership was modeled well to you at some point? I think my husband's a great leader. He's He owns his own business, and I feel like I glean a lot from him. He really helps me as far as ideas or, you know, I think employees sometimes, um, how to be a good leader with your employees, mm-hmm. um, just insights. He, he gives me all kinds of insights, so I think it's great having him. He's been in you know in the business world for 20 plus years now and he's a good source to go to that's that's very helpful to have a spouse who can help help you when you feel like you don't maybe have everything you need well and that's a lot for one marriage to own two businesses that's a big deal yes that's a lot of people a lot of I mean you you impact a lot of families yes personally yes yeah (laughs) yeah that's awesome though I love that how do how do you and Shane refresh together I mean you mentioned you get to go to lunch Mm -hmm. and you have date nights Mm -hmm. but what does it look like for you guys to refresh so we love we love good food so we'll just go to dinner do a date night and I feel like that just kind of helps us unwind and it's good you guys like to travel we love to travel yes so yes we we try to take at least one or two trips just by ourselves each year just like a long weekend or 
um, five, six days and mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's good for us. In yeah. fact, we were just saying we, we need another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's been too long. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 I, I was <laughs> reminiscing last night with someone about how long it's been since we've done anything yeah. travel-wise and it's starting to wear on me, mm-hmm. which I know everyone is pretty much in the same boat. So yes. <laughs> yes. We can all relate. <laughs> what would you tell someone, Renee, who is hearing your story and feeling super inspired by you, but thinking oh, I just, I don't know if I have what it takes to take that leap into my dream and mm-hmm. to pursuing my business or my career or this dream that maybe no one knows about. What would you tell them? Yeah. Um, so just don't ever give up on it. You know, God gave you this dream in your heart. And I'd say, you know, just take the next step. And it might be a small step. You know, it might not grow super fast or you just take all the steps that you can right right now and it's going to be work you know it's going to be a lot of time but it's really rewarding and it will pay off um can you talk about that about work because I think a lot of times we live in the society right mm-hmm. now that everything people want things instantly absolutely you know, we can order yep. on Amazon and get something yep. today or tomorrow mm-hmm. we can get our groceries delivered in two hours and so yes. we have this culture that just isn't willing to wait mm-hmm. and to work hard mm-hmm. for what the the end goal might be can you talk a little bit I mean what does that look like like actually working hard Mm -hmm. because it's not like your scones just magically appeared right to go sell at your pop-ups right what did that look like so yeah that's good because at the beginning we were running out a kitchen in Morton and I would have to take everything from my house all the ingredients all all the baking supplies all that we'd have to take it to the kitchen that we rented and you know, haul it all in, mm-hmm. bake it all, haul it all out, and then do the pop-ups, which is a lot of work too, loading all that in your car and setting up and it's early mornings. And But I think that's what it takes to to start and get, get your name out there. Mm-hmm. And um, it just takes hard work. Mm-hmm. It takes the time and uh, it does. How long, did, how long were you in that phase, that season, before you got to shift and have your own space mm-hmm. to cook in? Probably three years. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot mm-hmm. of dedication. Mm-hmm. But it was rewarding because each year you could see how the business had grown and how, uh, you know, you just, you know, maybe got to hire a new person or maybe the big thing was having two markets on one day for us because oh, yes. we could send another crew to a, another location. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, mm. yeah, I think that's so important. I get. I'm burdened when I hear people give up so quickly on their dreams because it didn't turn out the way they thought it would mm-hmm. fast enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, stick with it. Yeah. Like, keep going. Yes. It's, you know, there's so much to be said for faithfulness in something and working hard and then seeing the results over time. I was just talking with my kids today about money and investments mm-hmm. and we were looking at how investments grow and the longer you leave them in, the bigger they grow. And like, look, if you leave them in 20 years Mm -hmm. and they have a million dollars, you know, and they were like, what? (laughs) But I feel like it's so much, it's that way with our relationships and with our businesses and our dreams. Also is that when you stick with it, those things grow. I think, I think about my, my friendships and the friendships that I've had, you know, for 15, 16, 17, 18 years that I've put work and effort into, they're my most valuable friendships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because of that, that faithfulness and yeah. that, and what grows over time. Yeah. So if, if showing have, up over and over again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pulling so all good. the ingredients and making mm-hmm. all the scones mm-hmm. on the cold days and the rainy days yes. too, right, girl? Right. Yeah. 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 I remember that walking through the holiday market, you know, with my sisters and mom, and for us it was just it's all just fun and easy, and then seeing all of the vendors and you out there just working and thinking this is a lot of work mm-hmm. this is a lot mm-hmm. of work for these mm-hmm. vendors and we're just reaping the the rewards of it so yeah. yeah yeah it's been cool just um even kind of from afar just to watch you grow and to see you see you receive god's favor as heather said mm-hmm. but also it's not as if it was just a magical thing like you put the work in right yes and so i think that's yes. really rewarding mm-hmm. and i'm sure your husband's really proud of you too oh thank you <laughs> well i mean you said at the beginning you said we are an inspiration to you but i would just say the same thing back to you Absolutely. you Aww. have been such an inspiration to me over mm-hmm. the years watching you have this work hard build this dream and and you know really be such a valuable leader 
in our community. And I think, I mean, we have some mutual feelings about some things in our in our world right now which yeah, we won't you get into your politics. But, right um, I, I honestly think that some of some of what you've walked through with with building a business that's coffee and scones you know is preparing you for what's to come next mm-hmm. that will actually you, I mean you're having such an, a huge impact in our community right now mm-hmm. but something that will be just explosive in the way that you impact our community and our oh, world thank you so that's what I see. Oh, I love it. Well, <laughs> I would love it if God could use me for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Also, we wouldn't mind if he used you for another scone shop in Peoria. Right. That would be fine with well, us. We need to find that location. <laughs> We'd be up for that. Every now and then we're like, what do I need to drive to Morton for? Right. <laughs> there are scones over there. At least the bridge is open now. That's helpful. Right. That's helpful. Okay, girls, let's talk about faith. Interestingly, yeah. when we were all little – our families attended a church that literally didn't even have a name. Everyone referenced it as just the faith church, right? I don't think we even had a church name. I don't know. That assembly? We called... Was it the assembly? Or maybe. That's a great question. We should ask our moms. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, moms, weigh in. Message us. I don't think it had a name. I think like if it was referenced as anything, it was just like just the faith church or well, something like that. Well, it was loosely tied to a church in Indianapolis. So I don't, whatever okay. their name was, maybe that's what... Okay, so name or no name, one thing that it definitely helped give us a foundation in is faith. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think no matter how young we were when we were no longer at that church, I think all of us can look back and go, wow, we were definitely impacted. Our, our parents were very impacted by mm-hmm. that church. And so, go ahead. Well, because part of it was that we did, did just rely on our faith for sustenance. For trusting the, God, yeah. Trusting God. Like, yeah. we didn't go to doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some things that were not... Not in balance. In balance. Yeah. But we didn't go to doctors when right. we needed, you know, medical help or care. And so we trusted God. Yes. And we saw him. We saw him heal us and take care of us and sustain us yeah. um, through our faith. Yeah. So I know that has had a huge impact on my life and yeah. my mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. But I know even many, many, many children who are born into a Christian home and then walk with Jesus for a while tend to kind of go off the deep end once they hit, you know, their 20s, 30s, whatever. What does it look like for you, Renee, to continue to pursue your faith for yourself? You know, because once you became an adult and it was no longer like in, you know, mm. you're in a, from a large mm-hmm. family, work from mm-hmm. a large family. It was no longer like what the family did going right. to church, being involved. What was that? How's that been for you to maintain your own faith and to build your own faith? Right. Um, and even right when our me and my husband uh, got married, we left the church that we were in, which was a big deal too, and went to another church and decided, you know, this is where God has us. But um, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know how I would do it without my faith in Christ and um, even my marriage or raising children, uh, I go to him. I go to my worship songs to, to, uh, give me sustenance and, and speak. And, um, it's very important. Yeah. What does it look like for you practically on a daily, weekly basis to walk with Jesus? Like for our listeners who are listening and they hear us talking about Jesus and knowing him and what is that? How does that play out for them mm-hmm. practically? Mm-hmm. Well, it's being in the Word every day. It's praying. I have my prayer list and just um, seeing how God is faithful. Um, even lately, I've been trying to sporadically post a, a, a verse on our social media for 430, just something inspirational. Um, just hoping God can speak mm-hmm. to others. Uh, right after we opened our, a couple of our employees started writing on our cups, on the lids and even on our bags, Mm -hmm. which impacted me so much that, um, God could use our employees to, to reach the community. So, Mm -hmm. um, they'd put verses on it or just, you know, God loves you, hope, whatever it would be. And it's super inspirational. So, um, it's even the little things. It, and it means something because when we were in your shop, 
one of my sons said, Mom, can I keep this bag? Because it had a yeah. Bible verse written yes. on it. You know, and he yeah. wanted to keep the bag yeah. that the scone had come oh, in. Oh, that's mm-hmm. neat. And I thought, man, that's really cool. And I didn't know if that was you, you know, your yeah. flavor coming yeah. through, if yeah. that was... That was God going... Yeah. Yeah, we, I have to say, one of my kind of my biggest fears or just some anxiety I had before opening was who, like employees, like who are we going to hire? Who is going to reflect, you know, what we want this brand to be? Yeah. Um, and God blew me away because <laughs> we, we got these amazing girls from the community and, you know, Christian girls who love the Lord and who are inspiration to me mm-hmm. even. And um, I just, blown away by them and and God gave us exactly who we need mm-hmm. you know to run this business and reflect him also and it's not about just me trying to figure it out like mm-hmm. he he gives us these these sweet little gifts where our employees are impacting our lives too so yeah that's amazing and i know that i'm sure you're impacting their lives too like you're making such a big, big impact on these girls who are probably mostly in high school yes yeah and mm-hmm. you know they're going to my, I still say my favorite job of all time was when I worked at the Warren Dairy Queen oh, and I yeah. worked for Dawn Carius mm. and I remember her being such a godly, wonderful woman and loving and leading me so well mm. as a, as a high schooler mm-hmm. and I'll never forget it as mm-hmm. long as I live. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what you're doing. That's amazing. You're making an impact on them as well. That's so cool. Yeah. Dawn is still impacting girls. I mean, or her yeah. staff, like she'll yeah. have Bible studies. I mean, it's just neat that that many years later, she's still doing that. And Talk about being faithful. Faithful, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what we need to have come on too. Dawn yeah. Carius. She'd be good. Okay, She'd be we're good. coming for you, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Renee, though, that's just a, that's a picture of God's goodness. We say a lot on this show that God's in the details. And Heather and I have been in ministry a long time together. We've mm-hmm. done lots of different facets of ministry. Mm-hmm. But that has been a common theme, is that he shows up in all of the details. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember one time specifically, we were um, doing a really large ministry event, and it was really important, and it was like nothing. A lot of pressure. Lots of pressure, mm-hmm. like a lot on the line, um, a lot of people having very high expectations, and it was kind of our first go at something like this. And we were having some struggles with some technology, major struggles in this big arena, and one of our friends, a kid from our ministry, literally walked through the door. I had just said, Heather, we have to remember that God's in the details. And she's like, that's right, he is. And literally like two seconds later, the side door opened, in walks one of our students, and he has a black t-shirt on that says, God is in the details. And we were like, what (laughs) in the world? I think we both tackled him. We were like, David. Took a picture. But it's so cool. Like that guy is in ministry with us now Mm -hmm. on our leadership team. And so just to see, like to look back and to go like, one, God is super humorous and fun. Mm -hmm. Like he has got a great sense of humor. Jehoshaphat. And Jehoshaphat. (laughs) (laughs) And that he really does care. Yeah. He cares about a scone company Mm -hmm. because he knows he's using you to put his character and his yes. flavor into the people around you mm-hmm. and that you know people might stop into your shop to get a coffee that will never step foot into a church yes but they're going to experience jesus through you mm-hmm. and Love the it. gifting mm-hmm. and the talents that he's given you mm-hmm. to be a business owner and a leader and a baker mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. you can affect change and i think that's what i love about stories like yours is to see you taking a passion god's given you for food and yet weaving it in, going, God, how do you want to use me mm-hmm. with my creativity, with my passion, with my personality, with the character of who you are in me, and then meshing it with how do we reach community? And I think that's huge. I think that when we can find places for Jesus to impact the marketplace, and then the marketplace to get to impact people for Jesus, that is, that's bringing heaven to earth yes. in yes. my mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you are... You're like sprinkling little heaven on your scones, (laughs) just so you know. And if you're listening and you've not been to her shop, go to her shop. Morton, Illinois. Yep. It's worth the drive wherever you're coming from. You should start online. You should send your scones all over. It's in the works. Yes, we're designing a shipping box that we think can fit our scones. We got the first little box in it. exciting. Yes. Okay, when it happens, let us know. We'll tell our listeners. Okay. That yeah, would that be sounds... so. Would you ship them frozen? Possibly. I the goal is to get them next day. Okay. So yeah. 
it's still in the works yeah. figuring it all out. Yeah, so well, yes, that's, possibly I, frozen. That's even. I mean that's doable. That's yes. what a lot of companies yes. are doing now, aren't they? Yeah. Where they will send like donuts or cookies or yes. things like that. that yeah. you can. Mm, that's a great yeah. idea. I know. I'm, yeah. Okay. This is good for me. <laughs> for like good. a monthly scone box, we thought would be fun. You know, like every month you get to have like the flavor of the month or it'll like be a like a mix, a subscription. Yes. yes. Could be a birthday gift. Ooh, I love this. Christmas gift. This yeah. is amazing. Okay. Mm. My husband and I have been talking a lot about heaven. We're preparing to do a series at our church on heaven, which is interesting because you don't hear a lot of messages about heaven. Um, I don't think it's something that we talk about enough. I think, honestly, I think there's been a lot of bad theology taught over mm. the last many years about heaven, and, and people aren't excited about heaven. It's kind of like they're, um, you know, they, they've got their their ticket stamped, and mm. they're not going to mm-hmm. hell, mm-hmm. and that's that's yes. all that they care about. Yes. Um, but this this excitement, this anticipation yes. that we should have for heaven, yes. and that it's not just this faraway place up in the clouds where we're like, you know, gonna like be in a choir and have a long, you know, <laughs> eternal worship services. Like no one could sing that long for eternity without stopping. Um, but that's the, like that's the picture that people have in their minds, and yet it's so different from what the Bible actually tells us that heaven is going to be like. And one of the things that we've been talking about, and you know, it's got Jesus is coming back, and and there will be a new mm-hmm. earth, mm-hmm. and that's. The new heaven and a new earth. And that's really where we will spend eternity is the new earth. And my husband and I have talk, been talking about the things that we sow here on earth, mm. that we plant and mm. we sow, and we harvest. Those things will continue. Mm. The things that are that are good, the things that are right, the things that are of a good report, you know. And so mm. our works here on, on earth will continue on the new mm. earth. And so I can just imagine you know, and it's not just the people who lead a church or start a ministry or teach a Bible study. Like it's also people who start a scone business, mm-hmm. you know? And so I can just imagine 430 scones on the new earth without any problems mm-hmm. with like gold countertops. I love it. You know, <laughs> yes. like it's going to be, you know, and I think that's so exciting to think about. Like the things that we're doing now will be represented yeah. when we're in heaven. Yeah. And that to me makes what we do now. That's why when you talk about being a mom, like mm-hmm. all of those things that you're sowing here on earth, yes. if they're done with the right attitude, the right mm-hmm. heart condition, we will be represented. You know, and it says the rest, anything that's done in, in vain or in pride mm-hmm. will be will burn up. Mm-hmm. Counted as nothing. Counted yeah. as mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. So if we're doing that, if we're if we're that mom that's at home raising our kids and we're doing it with the right heart condition, man, that's that's for eternity. Yes. Mm-hmm. If we're making scones and we're loving people, serving them a coffee, mm-hmm. like that's for eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, that's really exciting. That's good. I love that. That's a great thought. That's a fun mm-hmm. path to think down. There's a lot of scripture to back that up mm-hmm. that I didn't reference, but yeah. I promise you it's theologically sound. Maybe that can be another podcast. <laughs> we'll just share the, <laughs> the messages that are coming down the, down the pipe. Oh man. So Renee, what would you tell your, let's see, what would you tell your 25 year old self? Oh, I thought I was thinking about this on the way here. You'd be a new mama at 25. Right. right? I would. I just, oh, just keep the course and you know, the dreams in your heart, God is so faithful. He's, he's going to provide. And, um, I mean, that's enough. That's good. <laughs> and it goes that's, fast, doesn't it? That's it goes so fast. That's the thing. I, we look and we have a 17 year old and she may not be with us very much longer, you know? Um, how, as a mama, how do you even begin to navigate that shit? I know. Uh, Naya is such a great, great girl. Like it's just, I know God has such great plans for her. So it's just, it's fun to watch her grow up and, and be the woman that he's created her to be. And mm-hmm. she got baptized this last year. And cool. um, yeah, it's just like yesterday though, we watched her, you know, at the hospital through the, you know, her dad watching her through the glass. And he, he tells that story, like, you know, his heart just fell in love. And mm-hmm. now, now she's 17. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But um it's it's exciting every every year and every new stage is a gift you know that you get to to watch them yeah so yeah yeah it it goes so fast i 
sometimes catch my breath and just thinking about how fast, fast it goes. I mean, I feel like we should still be 20 and mm-hmm. we're not. I feel like I am some days. <laughs> <laughs> And then your 17-year-old daughter walks in the room. Right. Oh, that's her. (laughs) I did that. (laughs) Oh, I can't wear those clothes anymore. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. And just for being such a light in our community. Mm -hmm. I I feel like steadiness is a good word for you. Mm -hmm. You're steady. And uh, whenever I, you know... You see a lot on social media these days, and I I always know when I see you post or when I see your business post that it's going to be something uplifting and encouraging Mm -hmm. and bold. You know, I think that's something, too, that we have to – we can't forget. Like, we're called, like you said, Mm -hmm. we're the Esthers and the Daniels, Mm -hmm. and we have to be bold in this time in our lives. God's called us to that, and it's time for us to rise up and not – be held back under this fear of man or this oppression Mm -hmm. that's demonic. It's from the devil. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just grateful that you um, and your husband and your business have been bold and you've, you've stood up against some hard things recently. And, and I want you to know, I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Go visit 430 scones, friends. (laughs) (laughs) You won't be disappointed. (laughs) Do you have a favorite scone? Sweet. Um, Let's see. It changes with the, with the uh, season sometimes so right now um like a pumpkin with salted caramel and mm-hmm. toasted pecans or the the apple caramel mm-hmm. is really good we have yeah. the salted caramel icing on a few of our scones that's amazing and yeah yeah Okay. More so subscriptions coming. Yes. Coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get that launch, let us know. We'll send some of our okay. listeners a, a surprise subscription. Yay. That would be oh, awesome. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, friends. We're so glad you clicked on this podcast. And I just feel that something Renee shared is going to mm-hmm. spark something in some listeners that is God appointed, yeah. God ordained. And I'm excited to see that maybe in a year from now or two mm-hmm. years from now, someone will say, hey, do you remember when you interviewed that? really cute girl from the scone place. Mm-hmm. I launched my business yes. because of her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how cool to see what God can do through a podcast. Yeah. And just some scones. Just do it. Just take a small step today. Yeah. You know, write down your, even maybe it's just writing down your dream. Or telling someone. Telling someone. I've mm-hmm. done that before where I've, once I've told someone and I've written it down, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now it's real. Yeah. Now I, now I'm going to mm-hmm. take a step towards this yeah. because it's, it's out of my heart and it's on paper. Yeah. Really so. good. All right, friends, have a great week. We hope that you will check in with us next time. We'll chat to you soon.